All right, so we're live and um, good morning, everybody. Uh, it's uh, Drawing for Tattooers and uh, I'm James Wisdom. I'm your host. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you are hearing this, you know, you can certainly let us know in the chats uh, that uh, it's coming through for you. Uh, I have uh, a script that I am to read. Let's see here. Right. Um, so let me get through some of our morning announcements so that way I don't get too sidetracked. We've got a really uh, a fun day planned of, of drawing and learning. And so um, I'm so glad that you, uh, you know, had a chance to join us today. So, all right, get, get back on to uh, topic here. All right. So welcome to Reinventing the Tattoo. Uh, we stream out our content 24-7 uh, on our Reinventing the Tattoo network. Um, let's see. Um, again, this is uh, Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattooers, apprentices, and collectors um, are all encouraged to join these live streams um, uh, or watch them on demand as replays. Uh, we meet up, we learn, and we inspire each other uh, in these real-life events. Um, and so ultimately, uh, we really just want to share with each other and create better art and better tattoos together. So. Uh, we beam out this content uh, five days a week. And so with your help, uh, we have evolved it into a quality network of live and on-demand tattoo and art shows. It's pretty much been receiving great uh, reviews online. So uh, we always welcome uh, your constructive criticism. Okay, so um, let's see here. I'm going to do a little screen share so we can see the... Uh, <laughs> just got the alert that it's it's working so here hold on a second technical technical difficulties let me see if i can do it yeah cool all right so again hopefully you're able to see the screen i am sharing with you yeah great so this is the Reinventing the Tattoo site. Uh, and on it, you can uh, navigate through our, uh, you can navigate to the community, right? You can, you can find all of the courses uh, that are offered uh, through Reinventing the Tattoo. Um, so honestly, if uh, you're a tattooer or just somebody who's really interested in tattooing, there's uh, there's so much content here. Uh, I really uh, I really get a lot from this community personally, and I know you will too. So um, so you know take a minute, check it out. Reinventingthetattoo.com. Um, there really is uh, something for for all stages of your tattoo development, um, and it really is just a you know a, it's a great resource. And so, um, so make sure that you make sure that you uh, check it out. Of course, you know for you personally, but it could also be for your, uh, you know, for your studio as well. You may have apprentices. Uh, you may have others that you know could really uh, benefit from a lot of this content. So, um, yeah. So, uh, and then let's talk a little bit about. Uh, let's see. 
I'm gonna go back to the back to the home page. Maybe that'll redirect. Yeah, cool. So, um, uh, oh, maybe I'm signed in now. Yep. <laughs> cool. So back on the home page, um, we have uh, we have links to uh, the various programming that is going to be available that uh, that we generate here on Reinvented Tattoo. So uh, right now it's drawing for tattooers, um, but a little bit later on. Today we've got, uh, let's talk about feelings uh, with Robbie Ripple. Um, you know, it's, we all sort of deal with uh, the emotions <laughs> of life. Uh, and, and, and Robbie has a lot of experience and a lot of, uh, a lot of like insight and love to give. So it's a great program. Um, at 11 a.m. today, we've got the, uh, let's see. Mm -mm 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 -mm. The tattoo weekly. Um, that's with uh, with Gabe Ripley, Lauren Gregory, and Jake Meeks, and so it is uh, where they talk about all of the upcoming developments, all of the new stuff uh, that's in the that's in the tattoo field. So, really helps keep you up to date. Um, at uh, at nine p.m. for those that are in the canon. Um, for those of you that are in the canon, uh, that are um, getting some getting some lagging here. Sorry, uh, Guy Atchison's um, hosts the Exercise and Critique. It's a weekly drawing event, so um, you definitely you know want to sign up for that uh, while it's <laughs> it's uh, while it's available. Uh, he won't be doing it forever, so you know if you can if you can take advantage of it. Um, I think it's really going to be something that you'll find uh, you'll get a lot from. On Tuesdays, uh, we have Tuesday Feels with uh, Ricardo Sturvant, um, another uh, great program that uh, that I can't encourage you enough to check out. Um, and then we'll just jump ahead to Sundays, uh, building Sundays with Jason Lisa, a drawing group, um, one that I think is really awesome. And so, um, again, can't encourage you enough to check it out. All right, so I'm gonna have some, some lagging with my share, so I'll just stop the share. Uh, let's see. Um, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, so uh, we have a Spanish language channel too, so that is really awesome, and you can find it at reinventingthetattoo.com. Um, we also have a live in Castro with Haley Adams, and that is a show that's, that's really focused on the intersection of LGBTQ plus and people of color in the world of tattooing. And so, um, you know, just really important and inclusive content, uh, right there. I want to thank some of our sponsors, uh, Raw Pigments, uh, Raw Pigments is getting its pigments from the source, uh, it is completely acrylic free. And so uh, these inks don't dry out in the cup. Uh, I definitely uh, have been getting a lot of uh, really great results from using raw pigments myself. So I really can't encourage you enough to check it out. Uh, so that's raw pigments, uh, rawpigments.co. Um, uh, Worldtattooevents.com. Uh, 
This is uh, the largest and most comprehensive resource for tattoo events worldwide. Um, and they're updating, uh, they're updating the events all the time. So conventions and happenings in the tattoo world, um, you know, make sure that if you're interested in attending uh, any, any event, or if you would like to advertise your tattoo event, uh, check out tattooevents.com. Um, Dermalize, uh, Dermalize or D-Lize Pro as it's known in the US is a tattoo bandage um, that is designed to be breathable. And it also, uh, um, it's, it's far superior to, you know, just using Saran Wrap. That's what, uh, that's what I certainly used to do when I was, when I first started tattooing. Um, and I think, you know, uh, technology has come a long way, right? So now that we have this uh, Dermalize, D-Lize Pro, um, it is, uh, it's, it's far superior. To, and, it, and it's actually made for healing up wounds like tattoos, right? Tattoos are a wound. So this is a medical product that's actually going to, to help your tattoos heal better. So um, again, that's, uh, that's Dermalize or D-Lize Pro as it's known in the US. Um, I also want to mention uh, Tattoo Now. Um, Tattoo Now is a technology company for tattooers. And Gabe Ripley, the management at Tattoo Now, uh, he's a part-time CTO. Uh, so um, what that means is he can really help you uh, in the longevity of the contact management of your tattoo company, right? So uh, Gabe has spent many years uh, getting tattooers busy, right? And uh, getting busy is what we we really need. So um, so. Uh, if you are interested in uh, in really uh, the longevity of your tattoo business, contact Gabe at tattoonow.com um, and see what he can do to help you, right? And finally, uh, last but not least, um, we really want to, you know, give a big shout out to Guy Atchison. Um, you can find Guy Atchison at guyatchison.com um, and, of course, here at Reinventing the Tattoo. Uh, reinventing the tattoo started off as a three-ring binder, but it has evolved into this this community and network, uh, as well as you know a a, a, a a digital resource. You can call it a book if you like, but it's really a lot more than that. Um, Guy and Gabe brought it about uh, to the internet about ten years ago, and uh, it's been going strong ever since. So. So check out, uh, you know, Guy Atchison at GuyAtchison.com or um, any of the other like incredible resources here at Reinventing the Tattoo. And I think um, you're going to find, uh, you're going to find that there's really going to be uh, a lot of content that you can, you can get a lot from. Okay. Well, uh, for anybody that I missed, uh, you know, I think, I'm working on my script. I'm trying to get it uh, a little bit more, uh, you know, thorough and a little, but of course, you know, we want concision because, you know, um, there's a lot to cover, but we're very fortunate because we don't have commercial interruptions during these shows, at least for now. So, um, so we want to, we want to thank all of our sponsors and we want to thank uh, Reinventing the Tattoo for making all this possible. Uh, so anyway, uh, thanks for hanging in there, gang, and I hope you're having a great Monday morning. Uh, it is uh, Labor Day in America, and uh, a lot of people have the day off. 
Uh, a lot of people are, uh, you know, um, hopefully barbecuing. It's the end of the summer. And so, um, you know, if that's you today, enjoy yourself, right? You deserve it. Uh, but if you're, uh, if you're really like me and you really love drawing, um, there's going to be uh, plenty of that. So let's see here. I have um, selected a chapter in one of my favorite drawing books. And I want to share that with you now. Cool. All right. So um, hopefully this will hopefully this will be viewable for you. Um, so this is from Andrew Loomis's uh, figure drawing for all it's worth. It's a really incredible book and an incredible resource. Um, uh, it's for any artist, really. Um, but I think too, especially uh, tattooers, we work on the body. It's, it's a part of our practice. And it's something that, uh, that certainly Guy Atchison emphasizes in his classes as uh, an important part of an important part of an art practice, a drawing practice. Make sure that you investigate the body. Something interesting too is that we all have bodies, so it's there. It's a good thing to learn about. Um, but I also really like to find a lot of uh, parallels between uh, various schools of thought, and so um, in this particular case, we're talking about um, figure drawing, gesture drawing to be specific, uh, balance, rhythm, and rendering. So. I'm just going to scroll through quickly and just sort of show you a little bit of what's going on here. All right, we're talking about balancing the figure. I right, just give you give you this give you this preview. And I wanted to read just a little bit of this section. So a little bit of reading time, right? So section eight, uh, balance, rhythm, rendering. Uh, balance is a physical attribute each of us must possess. And if a figure is drawn without balance, it irritates us subconsciously. Our instinct is to set firmly on its base anything that is wobbling and likely to fall. Uh, so watch how quickly a mother's hand grasps for the teething child. The observer recognizes quickly that a drawing is out of balance and his ability to do anything about it sets up a negative response, right? Balance is an equalized distribution of weight in a figure. As in anything else, if we lean to one side or an arm and a leg is extended to the opposite side to compensate for the unequal distribution of weight over the foot or two feet that are the central point of division for the line of balance. If we stand on one foot, the weight must be distributed much as it is in a spinning top. The figure will fit into a triangle. If we stand on both feet, it will make a square base for the weight and the figure will fit into a rectangle. Uh, this should not be taken too literally since an arm or a foot may emerge from the triangle or rectangle. But the division line through the middle of the triangle or rectangle will show that there is an approximately like amount of bulk on each side of it. So when using a live model for direct sketching or camera shots, 
she will automatically keep in balance. She cannot help it, but in drawing action from imagination, balance must, must be watched for carefully. It's easy to forget. Um, so before going into the problem of rhythm, the fundamentals of rendering must be taken into account. Suggestions for rendering technically in different mediums will appear throughout the rest of this book. And technique uh, is individual quality. Uh, so no one can positively state that a technical treatment, popular or successful today, will be so tomorrow. The fundamentals of rendering, however, are not so much concerned with how you put your strokes on paper or canvas or skin, uh, uh, but as with the correct values rendered intelligently for the specific reproduction of a clear conception of the use of tone and line in their proper place. Um, so on the next page are two drawings that I believe will be self-explanatory. Um, and the first one is, uh, is tone subordinated to line, and the other is line subordinated to tone. Uh, this gives you two jumping off places where you can start a drawing with a definite plan of making either a pure line drawing. Uh, sorry, I lost my place. Pure line drawing or a combination of line and tone in which either can be subordinated to the other or a purely tonal drawing like the one on page 133. I suggest that you do not confine yourself to a single manner of approach and treat all your work in the same way. Try pen ink, charcoal, lining with a brush, watercolor, or whatever you will. The broader you make your experience in different treatments and mediums, the wider your scope becomes as a practicing artist. If you are making a study, then decide first what you want most from that study. If it's values, then make a careful tonal drawing. If it's construction, line, proportion, or anatomy work, uh, with uh, work with these find. Uh, if it is a suggestion for a pose, the quick sketch is better than something labored over. The point is that you will have to labor when you want a detailed or tonal statement. You need not labor quite so hard to express a bit of action. If your client wants a sketch, see that it remains a sketch, and you will have something more in the way of a finish to add to your final drawing. You know, uh, I think this is all really great advice for anybody who wants to be a professional artist. Um, and again, you know, like, so Andrew Loomis suggests we should be working in all different types of mediums. Um, you know, this is something that Guy Atchison also suggests. Uh, it's something that I suggest. I see the value in it. Um, so get outside of your comfort zone and, you know, and try different things. Uh, we have a couple of examples here. I think that um, what we're trying to suggest with these illustrations is this idea of balance. And so, you know, the weight of the figure is being balanced on, of course, the feet, at the feet of the base foundation of your body. And then um, naturally we, we achieve this, this state of balance so we don't fall over. Um, and this, this takes experience, right? Because when you're very young, you, you know, you, you can see it in babies, they will stand up and then they just fall right over, right? They haven't learned to master balance yet. But over time, you get the hang of it. And so, um, hopefully. And so if, if you have, you know, two functioning legs and also two feet, then you may balance on both of them. If you only have one foot, you may end up balancing on that. 
if you don't have any feet at all, if you don't have any legs at all, then, you know, there's still going to be a, you know, there may be balance that you find, you know, through the core of your body. Um, and if you can't, if you're quadriplegic and you can't find any of that balance at all, then you will be placed within a balance so that the weight is equally distributed amongst your, uh, amongst your anatomy. So that way, uh, you don't, you don't like, you will feel pain, right? If there's too much stress, right? Because all of the weight can be stressed at one point. Um, so here are some other examples of just how this, uh, this sort of feeling of, of balance can be represented. Um, let's see, there's a, ah. so the problem of rhythm and uh, of course, how to approach, um, uh, the line subordinated to tone or the tone subordinated to line. I think another way of putting this would be the, the pause-neg relationship, the positive-negative relationship. Guy Atchison talks about this a lot in his classes. Um, and so, again, I think this is some of the parallels that, that I like to look for, you know, in terms of different art instruction methods or different sorts of ideas within, you know, how how artists thought about or how or how representation is uh is um is generated so we can see these two examples here there's a it's a really strong contour outline on the figure that the left um and this gives us a really good idea of what is inside what is outside of the figure um but again over here to the right, we don't have nearly the same sort of emphasis on the contour, but we still are able to, you know, to tell the the shape from the positive shape from the negative space. And so this is something that happens in our imaginations, but as the artist, you're gonna wanna try to capture something that, uh, something that sort of, uh, that represents this, this feeling. And if, you know, if balance isn't there, you know, again, as, as stated earlier, it starts to it starts to bother you on a subconscious level, and I think the same thing can be said here for this positive-negative relationship. You know, without it, there's something that is bothersome to the to the mind, to the consciousness, and so um, yeah. Here are just two approaches about you know ways that you can uh, ways that you can think about how you're going to you know render the the positive negative relationship of your of your subject yeah beautiful beautiful tonal drawing again there's a lot more tone here but of course there is in places some very exquisite outlining i think that you know this is really applicable to tattooing as well so all right stressing the construction. Uh, I think this is um, really well put um, because of course, you know, our, our bodies are, they're physical and they, you know, they take up weight I mean, they have weight and they take up space rather. Uh, but there's a fluidity to the movement of the body. So how do you achieve this action, right? As, as sort of mentioned above, um, but also, uh, but also keep the form, right, of the body intact. And so, um, you know, as we, you know, we like to practice uh, in life drawing, 
situations, we we do the two minute studies. This is to loosen up, and this is to kind of help you, um, uh, you know, develop that develop that sense of movement, of rhythm, of action, but of course, of uh, to help you with balance as well. So, um, you know, another way to think about rhythm, right? Um, let's see, I like this. I like this axiom here. Any contour that can be extended or made to flow into another adds unity, grace, and rhythm. Right, so here's the procedure. Uh, sight along the contour and see if you can pick up the swing of the line in another contour. Without distortion or incorrect drawing, um, you will find uh, the average subject will fall, uh, the average subject is full of rhythm and if you look for it, uh, keep your pencil down on the paper. Uh, there's another section here on rhythm that I think I will allow you to read um, because you really ought to check out this book. Um, so, again, uh, this is uh, Andrew Loomis' um, figure drawing for all it's worth, and it's, it's a really incredible resource. And so I think um, on that note, we could probably get into some drawing. So uh, I have another resource to share with you. Cool. All righty. So this is uh, Quick Poses. Um, uh, this is another great resource and um, so it gives you access to uh, to images of uh, the images of bodies, whether it's hands, faces. Um, there's other there's other options here, animals, landscapes. Uh, so it's it's really quite versatile, um, and it gives you these timed intervals. And so I think that can be really helpful, um, especially considering uh, you know it's good for practice, uh, but you know it. It doesn't really. It doesn't really uh, completely, you know, uh, substitute for the real thing. But the real thing is, of course, you know, you gotta hire a model and you have to arrange a arrange a space to do it, and it can be, um, you know, it, it can be a, a barrier to access, right? So, so if you are uh, really interested in practicing your uh, you know your figure drawing especially like gesture figure drawing you could try this uh quick poses um as a great resource and there are others out there as well but this is one that we've been using um using around here in the in the reinventing community and it's we've had a lot of success so i figure um i can uh let me see here i'm gonna um, wherever in the heck Let me see. Let me stop my share for a second. Sorry. I'm going to set my camera to show my, Oops, not that one, <laughs> wrong one. Yeah, to show my iPad. And uh, I was messing around with it, trying to get it in focus. Hopefully, the, hopefully it's in focus enough. 
So, um, alrighty. So I will hopefully be, you'll be able to see uh, that I'm drawing, but also I wanna, I wanna share this. Yeah, okay, I think that's, that's a little bit better. Okay, so um, what I'm gonna do is I've set our intervals here for two minutes and um, we're just gonna give it a go. Uh, so disclaimer, there may be some nudity or partial nudity. So uh, if you are a sensitive viewer, <laughs> you may wish to, uh, to turn this off right now. But if you're ready to draw, we're gonna do a couple of two minute sketches. Let's see here, I wanna draw, I'll probably just end up doing like five of them to start off with. Uh, that'll, that ought to take, let's see, five times, five times two, should be about 10 minutes. We might have time to do a slightly longer one, but I wanna to try to think about some of the, some of the things that we were talking about uh, in the, when we were looking at the Andrew Loomis reference. So, uh, right, let's get our everything set up. I'm gonna change my background color. Hopefully that'll help you be able to see it a bit better. Nice. Also, um, for sketching and stuff, I've really been enjoying, I've been using the 6B pencil. Fifty. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shucks. I think that is so blurry. My goodness. Let me see if I can't adjust my camera. Make it just a little bit clearer. God, I hope. I hope it stays clear enough to, to for it to even be worth it to see. But you know, yeah, hopefully it's clear enough that you can kind of get the gist of it. We'll really be looking at the the references, right? So if you're drawing on paper, great. If you're drawing on your tablet, that's cool too. Um, I'm gonna set up a couple of layers. One, two, three, four, five. One more. Uh, just so that way I can I can quickly do my sketch and then go to the next one. So that'll be a, a little bit of a time saver. Fantastic. All right, let's uh, let's start. So we'll see see what they come up with. All right, a hand one. Ah, I'm gonna skip it. Rather work with a figure. Oh, geez, Louise, hold on a second. <laughs> I must have it set to hand. I had it set to hands for last week. Let's see what we can do here. <clears throat> Timed practices. Let's see. I want to. And. Random poses, hopefully this works. Poses. Oh, goodness gracious, hopefully this works gang, we'll see. All right, so we'll see, I <laughs> no idea how long this one's gonna go for, but let's do, let's do a gesture. All right, I'm gonna keep my, keep my eye on my watch. All right, so again, Try to find the, the rhythm. 
And let's see, there's, I'm gonna end it in a few places. So I'll have a bit of foot here, hip. I just wanna try to capture the masses, masses of the figure. Not worried about details at all, but again, wanna think about balance. There's still a balance happening even though the figure is closer to the ground plane. A little bit big there. Truncated foot, certainly gonna fall off the page a bit. That's okay for now, gesture. But in a longer form drawing, you can certainly compose your image a little bit more uh, accurately and avoid that that pesky falling off. All right. We've been at it for just, just about a minute so far. I'm really thinking just more about like the line. I'm gonna shrink it down just a bit so I can continue this foot. And There, I'm gonna call that, I'm gonna call that a uh, two minute drawing right there, okay? So let's go next. All right, a little bit more of a, a little bit more of a, an action pose, right? But of course, there's a, there's some extra, extra details here with the clothing, so. Think about the balance, okay, with the foot, the hips, and the head. Try to relate the head to, right, to where the feet are balancing everything. And just keeping the, <laughs> keeping the, the movement somewhat fluid. Realize you probably can't even see my drawing at all, but I'll go through and show you, show you what I've done when we get to the end. Again, there's a bit of perspective and that I think is really, is more or less uh, can be represented through the arrangement, right? One leg is actually in front of the other one so I think if you keep that in mind. And keep the anatomy organized. And let's see, so they're pretty, the feet are pretty well in line, just a little bit of, a little bit of further back here on the, the foot to the right. So, ah, and then that's probably I'm gonna call that, I'm gonna say that's two minutes right there for that one. I'll get my next, next sketch ready. Okay, excellent. So reclining figure. Just do a composition here. I want the figure to fit inside of this amount. And so there is about a, 
There's probably a halfway point here. And then a line. I won't worry too much about the where the arms fall just yet, but instead I'll focus on the head and how it relates to the hips, pelvis. Again, that's probably right about where the mid middle of the mass of the figure is. Mm -hmm. One knee is extended up. Calf muscle. The name for the calf muscle is the gastric nemius. Uh, it means frog belly. I guess when um, when naming it, uh, you know, the people who named it <laughs> must have thought that the calf muscle looked like a frog belly. I guess it does kind of. All right. Again, so underneath the calf muscle here, we can see the other knee that is a little bit further back. And shoot, we are probably just about at time. Let's want to get a little bit further. Mm -hmm. The torso. the arm a little more mass here comes in front angle there hand roughly the next hand and then i don't want to truncate anything you know if it doesn't if it falls off the page so yeah it's better to better to have that than to try to squeeze it in right that's Again, then you'll have that that subconscious sort of itch, right? It doesn't. It, something's not. Something is amiss. You don't have that rhythm and grace. Uh, yeah. So you know, something like that. Just a quick, rough sketch. Cool. And that's uh, you know, <laughs> a little bit more than two minutes, but we'll uh, you know, I won't tell if you won't tell. All right. Cool. So. Let's do our next one. That's what we get. All right, another reclining pose. This one we can't even see the head at all, so it can really be it can really be tricky. So just more of a more of a mass. So, but again, I'm just gonna start with some strong. Try to get some rhythm going on. Just this shape, I think. And you gotta draw what you see, right? Not what you not what you sort of think you know about the figure. It's a really important lesson that uh, Guy Atchison reminded me about when I was uh, doing figure drawing uh, in his in his courses done a lot of figure drawing and I think it's just one of those things that like it, it takes a kind of a constant maintenance to to you know to sort of have a proficiency at it but even still um, 
it's always something that you can discover new things. Let's find this. Even if you know all of the anatomical names, even if you know all of the, you know, all the the physiology of the body, there's still it's it's still quite enigmatic in certain respects, um, especially given like various light, various perspectives and things that you will encounter. So again, it can be really uh, just a, just an incredibly useful practice for visual artists. And a little bit of this, whatever this platform that the model is laying on. Yeah. And I mean, that's, we're probably right about that, the two minute mark. Um, so I don't want to go too much further over, but I want to try to find, again, it's just, it's finding the rhythm and you can just go and go and go, you know, we don't want to labor over this. We're really trying to, to do, a, you know, this gestural, this gestural sketch. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably some issues here with the proportions, but you know, as far as the gesture, interesting and capturing the capturing the shape. Cool. All right. And I'm gonna do one more of these and then I think it'll be time to do uh, an even longer version. All right, so finally we're getting some uh, standing standing reference and that's something that we were really talking about oh my goodness hopefully it uh, get into focus my silly camera well i won't worry about it too much i'll uh let's get focused on our drawing and then we'll deal with the technical stuff later all right so ah there it is back in focus wonderful okay so compose this figure and then there's the base of the foot and just a vertical line head really over the foot in this particular instance and beautiful there we go simple relationship but of course, I mean, it's anything but simple, obviously, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we can understand it on a visual level. Um, why, right? Because we all personally deal with it, right? We all deal with balance and we all deal with um, sort of finding our footing. And um, so when we see it, we kind of know. It's something that, you, that we relate to. All right, so it's a little bit. Foot comes down just a little bit further, I think. I might emphasize a bit more of the line in this particular one. Gets away from you pretty easy, that's for sure. But again, you know, just like just like we were talking about in the beginning, you want to try all different types of media, 
whether that's with a brush or whether that's with your your pencil. Um, but of course, you know, what Andrew Loomis didn't know about, what he probably may not have been able to even imagine was this tablet device that we, you know, that I'm using right here and maybe you're using one too. Um, and the, the versatility, the power of it, um, it really increases your capacity to be able to do, I mean, anything that's uh, drawing related. So use it too, right? It's uh, it's a technological development. It's something that's, um, it has a lot of features and tools that I think you can get lost in. Um, and that's fun. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but try to, I think trying some of these, you know, tried and true or, you know, some of these older sorts of ideas with it can be really powerful too. Yeah, we gotta be over, we gotta be over two minutes, I'm sure. I'm checking my watch, I'm like, yeah, I'm way over two minutes, but sometimes it's just too much fun. Um, yeah, so there's a, you know, it's it's a quick sketch, right? A quick gestural sketch of, uh, of the standing figure. Um, yeah, awesome. So let's see, stop this session. Yeah, cool. Close. All right. Mm -hmm. Right on. So just kind of go through and and look at some of the ones that uh, that I uh, that I made real quick. So this was the last one. Again, sort of you know, hopefully there's this, this rhythm, right? Um, I guess just sort of analyzing it. There's there's a bit of the rhythm here with the thigh and then the torso, and then again the same sorts of directions that we see in the other this you know this side of the torso and the the lower leg might be a bit truncated here, um, or I'm perhaps missing a little bit of anatomy. Um, but overall, you know, as a quick sketch, I think it, it's, uh, there's, there are some, there's some good qualities to it. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, this one, um, it was, a, you know, kind of a strange experience, I think, sort of seeing the body, you know, as a, it, like perhaps you know perhaps that's a way you've maybe you've never seen the body in that in this shape before um i think that can be uh you know maybe a, a little bit disconcerting but you know trying to capture it in a drawing i think can be really valuable um just kind of showing the geometry and just showing the sort of the different masses uh and and how they relate um, again, just being observational and, and uh, drawing what you see. Right. Uh, yeah, this one, technically, there was a lot of challenges. I think it was, it was difficult to sort of relate the, you know, the, the lower, uh, the lower register of the figure to the upper register of the figure. There was a, you know, I think it, it was really quite elongated here along this leg and then you know, the head was really foreshortened and coming out towards us. So again, there was some difficulty there, but 
but again, I, you know, I, you know, I got, had a lot of fun doing, you know, this particular one. And I thought, uh, you know, I thought that there's, um, there's gotta be something to it, right. There's gotta be, you know, uh, some lessons here that can be learned. And then of course, you know, as we, as we analyze our work and we sort of see like, you know, what, what went well and what could be improved on. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely, you know, more rhythm, you know, more rhythm can be expressed here, like, especially in the arms and then, but there's, there's, I think there's some, some nice moments here in the, in the legs and the relationship between those two legs that I'm, uh, that I'm responding to. Right. Sword wielder. Um, and so I think I'll try to get my camera to maybe it'll <laughs> kind of in, in focus again, you know, sort of a quick sketch. And, you know, if you could start with something like this and I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident in it. If I could start with this sort of a sketch, you know, maybe knock it back uh, and then develop something a little bit more accurately then sure. Um, I think there's, you know, there's a lot of potential that you could sort of find in this sort of a thing. So again, um, there is value in these quick sketches, even if it's, you know, even if it's just for practice, there's that value, but of course it could be the basis for something, you know, far more involved. Uh, right. And then that one. So our very first one, just getting warmed up and I can certainly see the, you know, the spirit of what we were talking about in, um, in the Andrew Loomis book, this, you know, these rhythmic lines and sort of finding the contour based on that. Um, I think, I think a little bit longer form drawing are, there's certainly ones that I feel more comfortable, comfortable with personally and confident, but it's a good place to start again. I think I, it was like the last example. Um, the proportions are pretty close. So a little bit more sort of looking, you know, developing this quick sort of action, even though the, the figure is still, I mean, we're looking at a still photograph, but if you were looking at it in life, the figure is still, but the mouse out of the way. Um, but again, there's, there's still motion, right? It's, uh, if anything, it's a tension that's sort of, uh, that's sort of held within the body and it's, it is ready to move. And I think being able to represent that is, um, can be really quite powerful for your, for your drawings, whatever they may be, right. Whatever they may be, whether it's figurative or maybe even something, maybe something other than that. Um, cool. Cool. So. I want to share the screen again. Very good. And um, so do a couple of five minute ones and I don't know, we're just going to see, see how we're feeling. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a 10 minute one too. go a little over time. Who knows? Um, but let's see how it goes. I'm going to hit start. Let's see. I'll get a new, to get a new canvas ready so and then i'm gonna i'm actually gonna change the change the color slightly just so i can sort of quickly differentiate i mean you know i don't have a system here necessarily but uh but i'll know you know this one these ones will be like for five minutes so um let's see what this looks like is this ah, 
Okay. Why not? Let's let's go for it. All right. So five minutes. And again, we're gonna try to try to capture some sort of quick gesture. Just starting swinging these, finding the swing, the the rhythmic lines. There's a relationship. sure if you can hear the the clicking of my pencil on my tablet it is a little bit reminiscent to hearing the sound of the paper and the pencil and their sort of their sort of action i would do that for hours and hours just listen to my you know the rhythm of my drawing teacher and how the pencil would just sort of just the way it touches the paper it was always <laughs> always this notion, right? If you heard a scribble, 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 it's like, well, there's something, something's wrong. <laughs> You're not, something's not going right. But when there's this sort of rhythmic, finding that rhythm, the work is uh, something more, more to it. that sort of you know comes from a flow from from you from inside <laughs> that's what's nice too you can always sort of jump back with your if you're working digitally it can be really sort of a very helpful feature <laughs> But I enjoy the challenge, right? I really enjoy the challenges that, you know, kind of come from, you know, working with, working more analog with, with pencils or with paint or something like that. You can't go back. Like, you know, you can only, you can only move forward. You can only sort of you can deal with the consequences of your decisions, um, you know, a little bit more uh, distinctly. Just offers new opportunities, I suppose. So let's see here. So we've got the pelvis here and then rib cage and then 
can see evidence of a, there's a muscle, muscle group here, serratus anterior. And then of course, this is large group here, latissimus dorsi. That's the large muscle group for the back. And then of course we have the obliques of the of the abdominals. I don't really see, I see just, just the contour edge of the rectus abdominal muscles. And then we see a little bit of the pectoralis. That's the pec, that's the your chest. Again, deltoid leads into the bicep. And then of course, uh, you know, we can see the uh, sort of outside of this arm here, the muscles of the forearm, they're on top. So, ah, there it was, there was five minutes. So let's do another one. Uh, why not? So there's still some balance here, right? And I don't want to worry too much about the the block, but I'll just sort of indicate indicate it as a bit of perspective. Okay, so the figure find that rhythmic motion. We can really see that sort of classic triangular sort of shape here that we were talking about in the earlier part of the presentation. Get this foreshortened leg. It's coming at us. It's it's really quite big compared to the rest of the figure, right? So, I think just sort of getting it all related is is can be really crucial. Uh, where is that foot? Really back there, I think. But, you know, no worries about the details just yet. Um, something like that. see the top of the box right so our eye level is above the the level of this box so we can see down we can see the top level of it just a little bit and then the thighs the distant thighs are displayed just ever so slightly and it it it's just a little bit past right at the edge of the box and that's i think that's cool so it's not quite a tangency, but it's close. You know, sometimes, you know, when, when you have tangencies in your, it's easier to have a tangency in your drawing, um, but things that become close, right? They're really close to being tangential, right? They're really in alignment. It can be, um, it can be quite interesting, right? Phot photography, I think, showcases this because it's so daring. It can really sort of get so, so incredibly close. Um, one, one sort of plane to another. In our drawings, it's, you know, can be useful to, you know, add a little bit of distance, right? For, you know, add a little bit of artistic license, right? So that way you stay clear of it. But I think the, uh, let's see, it's, it's measuring it quickly, just cause I wanna have some accuracy, just a little bit. A little far there. 
Ooh. <laughs> I think that's a that's a bit closer. Yeah, it's a little closer. So leg was a little bit wide there. So and uh, I don't know what if it must be like a pilot, like uh, it must be like sort of the theme this cosplay here, where you know sort of flying a with an invisible uh, steering wheel or something. Even though the arm is covered up with the jacket, uh, I think we can still sort of think about just some of the things that we were just talking about. So deltoid, biceps, brachioradialis, or muscles of the forearm, they are in front of, right? In front of this, this biceps, right? So, um, just to keep that in mind, I think it's helpful, right? So, because it can become easy to, not be able to not be able to get that that relationship as accurately just so gesturing in a bit of the face like where would it go i'm not worried about the details and stuff per se but you know where would where would the eyes roughly fall um where's the structure of the skull all right, put in just to block in a little bit of value. Hair is very dark in this particular case, as it usually is. And also the jacket. Let's see. There's some details like the scarf and stuff are really quite light, but then ah, this is really helpful. Like there's that hand, and then the other one is up more like up there, something like that. Uh yeah, I think that was was helpful sort of using the value as a sort of a means to get at some of the information. Ah. Let's stop our session for just a minute. Those were five minute drawings. And um, I think they were uh, really quite a bit of fun. Um, let's see here. Let's do one more drawing, 10 minutes. So if you're still with me and you really wanna, you really wanna give it a shot here, um, you, are, you are more than welcome. So let's see, 600 seconds, should be 10 minutes. So let's see what they give us. Uh, uh, <laughs> Just sort of going through. All right. Oh, not happy with anything. I got to draw it for 10 minutes, right? Now, any one of them, <laughs> any one of them that I pick is sort of like, oh, why'd you pick that one? Let's give it a go again. We'll hit the, we're going to play this lottery, pull this, you know, like do this, uh, <laughs> do this machine and see what it gives us. And uh, uh, we'll just go with it, whatever they, whatever we get this time. All right, cool. Again, I think just, we were really kind of focused on balance and standing figures and stuff. And so we'll uh, see if we can't do this one for 10 minutes. Okay. It's a quick drawing. I'm gonna compose my figure within, okay? And then again, there's this, start with a gesture. Start with this sort of foundation, like there's the, there is the feet. 
and there is a there's going to be a there's going to be a, a center point right and we can we can you know visually measure like kind of roughly where it is it's going to be you know uh anatomically there's a there's a small protuberance on your on your femur bone on your thigh it's called the greater trochanter but there's also uh there's also you know it corresponds to your hips um the portion on the hip or the pelvis rather it's called the uh this synthesis pubis um but really sort of you know there's the there are the hip bones here and then it's it's right it's internally it's right there it's about the middle point right, is that the middle point of my drawing that's pretty close okay so hip the hips are above that that's uh <laughs> should be yeah like that perspective okay knees I don't want to get into too many details. I want to much rather sort of, again, try to find this, the gesture. So, so contrapposto sort of situation here, a sort of standing, uh, you know, with the weight balanced here and it's figure slightly twisting, slightly turned. Alrighty. So I think a nice, a nice way to think of it, right? So the front of the shin, sort of straight, back of the back of the thigh is a little bit, has a sort of a more of a linear line and the front sort of slightly curved. And then just like the, the back of the calf, sort of slightly curved line, finding that rhythm. straight and linear sort of that rhythm of the of the body okay Let's see how's our balance here you want to <laughs> something we've been thematically we've been trying to talk about it today it's easier said than done that's for sure so Move that hip just a little bit more. Trying to figure out so the heel and this head and where they how this figure is really sort of supported. Ribcage center line, right? Center of the mass. And then as far as the head goes, we can give that a bit of construction. Uh, we'll attach the arms in this particular instance, right? Uh, you know, it's the arms are a part in this situation. The arms are a part of the whole thing, um, but really much more subject to the 
position of the body in space. So it can be challenging to say, start with a hand and then try to draw the rest of the figure. Just like, you know, if you want to start with say the, you know, the eyeball or something like that, and then try to draw the rest of the head or the figure, it could be really, it could really be a challenging thing to do. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but um, especially if we're just starting out, you know, it can really be, bring that hand a little lower. Uh, you could be setting yourself up for lots and lots of heartache. You know what I mean? Unnecessarily. So, you know, good to start with these larger structures first, the most obvious things, and then try to work your way into getting to those smaller, smaller details. I'm moving things around still. So it's really kind of trying to find the gesture. And I think that's... Um, before I get into any details at all, I just want to sort of hammer out like, where is this? Where's the mass of this figure in space? Uh -huh. oh, comes in just a bit there. The foot, just a little bit elongated, but let's see. Yeah, it's not too bad, I guess. Uh, I'm trying to locate where this hand is. As a gesture, I'm gonna be okay with that as the as where the hand is. You know, with a little bit more, you know, careful measurement and stuff, you could maybe get a little more accurately. Um, and I think that's that's really cool. But you know, give yourself the freedom to you know to be uh, to be um, you know expressive like this with your lines and take some time to practice. You know, what I mean, it doesn't always have to be you know a masterpiece. Um, sometimes it can really be uh, just a great way to sort of loosen up, warm up, learn a lesson or two. Lots of different reasons why uh, this sort of thing could be very valuable. So, all right, adding a little bit more tone, strengthening. All right, genitals and just an arrangement, right? So, in this particular case, um, looks like the thigh is really in front of everything and knee and so rib cage rectus abdominal muscles right that's the six pack nipples are spaced out you might find a triangle here sternal notch and then where the nipples will be located sternal notch is where your clavicles meet the sternum so you've got your left and right clavicle and they actually connect to the head of your sternum it's called the manubrium and you have a you have a second part called the body of the sternum and then finally just just at the very sort of uh, inferior end of the sternum is called the xiphoid process. 
And so for anybody who's studied how to do CPR, it's usually what we learn in CPR class is that you find the xiphoid process and then you uh, move up <laughs> because xiphoid process is a little tiny bone, real sharp. If you push on it, you break it. Uh, you could really hurt somebody. But um, but anyway, it's it's located right there, just here at the top of the intercostal arch, right? That's where the that's how this, uh, this rib cage sort of works. Right, and then the relationship deltoids to the um, the deltoids out here to the chest muscles here. Mm-hmm. Fine, fine, fine. Look, look, look. It's easy to get lost in your drawing and just sort of stare at it, but. Um, Pectoralis, that's the name of the chest muscle, this is escaping me. Pectoralis. Uh, I'm, we're getting pretty close to time, which is okay. I'm sure it'll, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure it'll tell me, but. But, uh, so it looks like, yeah, so this knee, that's a little bit further back up. Oh, there it was, that was our time. That was our time, so. We'll go ahead and stop our session now. Very nice. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm kind of looking at here, I can see, you know, just a little bit, probably just a little bit big on that foot. Uh, maybe, maybe that one too. Eh, whatever. Um, again, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's still just a lot of fun to practice drawing the figure. It still can be just a lot of, uh, you can get a lot of really great lessons from it. Um, quick review. Oh yeah, the pilot. Let's see if I get this to oh, and is it like sometimes it likes to play games. All right, yeah, the pilot. Um, yeah, again, sort of balance, but the balance is is here, right at the at the at the hips. The balance is here at the hips, and then it's you know, and then the rest of the figure is you know, the head is really sort of the thing that's being balanced here. Um, yeah, this reclining figure. Uh, I'm really almost, I think I'm most happy with this one today. You know, it's a little bit light and I, you know, could probably, you know, been a little bit more brave and pushed it just a bit more. Um, but, uh, um, and maybe that's the, you know, just that, and then that's enough. Ah, there it is. Yeah. So maybe this one, uh, you know, out of any of them, this was the one that I think is, you know, uh, maybe the most successful out of the ones that I did today. Um, but, you know, I think you're, you're going to have that, right? They're, they, uh, you know, some are going to be um, better than others. And, uh, and I think that's what's, uh, it's those differences, right? That's what, that's what, uh, um, that's what makes it something special or not, right? So anyway. Let me see here. Um, yeah, I'm back. So uh, it was so much fun getting a chance to, you know, share uh, one of my favorite drawing books with you this morning. And then, of course, getting a chance to draw with you, too. Um, so I hope that you also enjoyed yourself. Um, I'll just a uh, quick plug. I am uh, I'm tattooing at Artistic Skin Designs in Indianapolis. 
really great company, uh, really professional shop. Uh, everybody there has been so welcoming to me. Um, and I've, uh, I've, I've really just, uh, I've just enjoyed, um, getting back into tattooing and, and, um, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's just been, it's been so fulfilling for me personally. And then of course, I think too, keeping up with the drawing, right. You know, it's easy just to tattoo all day long. And I mean, that's a great thing. That's a great problem to have, but, uh, you gotta, you gotta draw also, right. You're a visual artist, you know, keep your drawing up, you know, it's not just a hobby. It's, it's an important thing for your, for your, you know, for your practice, whatever, wherever that may be. Um, even if drawing isn't your profession, I still think drawing is important part of, could be a really important part of your life. So anyway, uh, I hope that you had a good time and, uh, I know that I did. Uh, so join us here next week for another, uh, exciting episode of drawing for tattooers. Uh, I'm James Wisdom. This is Reinventing the Tattoo. Uh, happy drawing, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next stream.